Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, here on the Dirty Slides, my co-host from Venice, California, inside the Laz Lair, Andy Laz Lazarus. Deep inside the lair, Joe. Deep inside. Deep inside. Are you, are you garaging in the lair right I'm now? garaging. Yeah. That's, that's the uh, Michael Jordan Bullets jersey. That uh, <laughs> I took over for my friend, for my friend TD that you know well. I love, I love that. You pawned it's it. My favorite, it's my favorite decoration in the last yeah. layer is the Jordan Wizards I see, jersey. I see you got uh, some Cal Ripken. I do. A, 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 a game-worn Cal Ripken jersey in the back. Wow. I think I've talked about this on the Dirty Sports podcast before. Um, it was forever just in a garment bag, closet mm-hmm. to closet. It made its way from Brooklyn to LA. It, you oh. know, it's, and, and finally, so, you know, so well, many girlfriends, so many, <laughs> l- l- un- unlike all the frying pans I've ever owned, I never left it behind. Right. <laughs> I always say that thing. Like I'm, I, I don't know how many times I've moved into a new place and then been like, well, I want to make some eggs. I guess I got to get a frying pan. I guess I got to go buy a new frying pan. That's what happens when you disappear into the night. Yes. You know? um, but we are we are here. This is, I, I mean, normally a Major League Baseball season preview would happen prior to the season starting. But we're, only, <laughs> we're, we're six, five, six, seven games in for certain teams. And... Um, you know, if we had done this a week ago, would I have predicted Mets in a World Series sweep? Yes. And now I'm going to predict that, that they finish fourth and I kill myself <laughs> before the season ends. Yeah. Also, yes. Um, but that's that's life as a Mets fan. Um, baseball season in general, Mr. Lazarus, how are you feeling about the rule changes, the pitch clock, um, et cetera? Uh, you know, as I, as I said on, uh, the dirty sports preview, love the rule change to get rid of the shift. We've been talking about it for years. Yeah. We were on top of that years ago. Um, don't love the pitch clock, to be honest. Um, just because as a hitter, I think it's another disadvantage for the hitter and another advantage for the pitcher. And if you want action, like let's even it up a little bit. You know, so I don't think the pitch clock makes a huge difference. Apparently, it's they're shaving 30 minutes off the game. Um, great. I, I don't I don't think the time of the game was the biggest deal. The lack of action was the biggest deal. And I thought the um, getting rid of the shift um, really pretty much handles that. You see uh, stolen base attempts way up. Um, I, you know. The bigger I bag th- I thing. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't think the bigger bag thing was going to increase stolen bases, but it has, which I love. So I, I'm here for the bigger bag. Yeah, I guess I thought the bigger the uh, 
the stolen base increase was because of the lack of, of the shift. It's because, right. you know, um, you know, more action, not the three, two outcomes or whatever, but I'll, maybe I'll, it's I'll tell bag. you, I'll tell you my opinion on the, um, pitch clock thus far it's different than i thought it would be i thought i was going to hate it entirely and i mostly hate it um they're taking apparently like you said a half hour off of game times i actually think now as a baseball fan that's too much we've now taken too much time off of baseball games um i think that Obviously, what Major League Baseball has always done and will forever do, and there's no going back because never in history has baseball admitted they were wrong. Um, in fact, even with the greatest scandal of all time, the steroid scandal, they were like, we, we weren't wrong. We're going to punish these guys. This is an absolute atrocity. Instead of being <laughs> like, we should have never not only allowed it, but promoted it and asked every single player to do it because we thought it would be better for our game. No, we'll pretend it never happened and we were not we had nothing to do with that. And but you're in the whole thing now. Yeah. I think the baseball pitch clock, um, had it been had it been set to a length that was, hey, over this amount of time is just a gross amount of time to be taking to either get in the box or deliver a pitch. Uh, it, it seems to me like it, it, it being at 20 seconds, couldn't it have been at 25 or 30 seconds? The game wouldn't feel rushed. We would still be getting rid of the people who were grossly overusing the amount of time that it took to do things. And then only shaving off, say, 15 minutes from the game instead of 30 right. minutes from the game, which which I now feel is rushed and too short for me to drink. I like to drink six to 10 beers between a, in a baseball game. Right. They got me, they got me, they got me down to like five. four. Yeah. yeah. Weak. I think Weak. it punishes guys who like, like, like you're saying, like not Nomar Garcia Para, but right. guys who literally stayed in the box the whole time and just want to call a timeout here and there. You can't even call a timeout, you know? And I think that happened today in the Giants game. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Um, Tim Anderson tried to call timeout. It wasn't granted. Now, like, you know, as many of you know, like, it, just because you call timeout doesn't mean it's going to be granted. But uh, the guy's arguing with the umpire for not, um, <laughs> for not, you know, granting the timeout. And then Logan Webb pitches anyway. Now he's pissed at Logan Webb for quick pitching him. And just like base, you know, hitting a baseball is hard enough. That's my whole point with the pitch clock. Um, you know, why, like you say, why can't it be 30 seconds or 32, 28, 20 seems crazy. I think the, the people who are excited that baseball is suddenly faster. Um, my issue with them is, if you like this, why, why do you, why do you want less of it? Why do you want so much goddamn less of it? Like the pace of baseball was one of the beauties of it. It just seems to me like we could have split the difference. Yeah. And yeah. we wouldn't have already had multiple guys thrown out of games. We wouldn't have had multiple innings ending on Pitch clock thing violation. And, That's just so lame. What if also, a World Series ends on a pitch clock violation? Yeah. 
That's exactly be, what they get. That's it'll they, be the, it'll that. be the purge. They deserve that. Yeah. 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 Um. So I, yeah, it's like I thought it was going to be just like I hate everything about this, and now I'm just like, oh, I guess it's reasonable. Had it been ten full seconds longer, it's too short. Yeah, it's too short. Let's be real. Now you just made short. it I mean, easier. Howie Rose said, Howie Rose said, you know, he doesn't like the pace of this baseball game. He feels like he's calling hockey games now. He feels like he gets no break. There's no chance to tell a story. Like I I said this, I don't know if I said this on the slides we did, or if I said this on dirty sports, or if I said this just in person, but like, there's a reason they waited for Vin Scully to die before they did this. I was just about to ask you, how do you think Ben Scully would have dealt with this? I don't, you I don't, know? I don't, I, I don't even think baseball would have, I, I think baseball was like, Hey, what about a pitch clock? And then yeah. they were like, let's wait for Scully to die. It's like Michael only killed Fredo after his mom died. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't do it with mama Corleone alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have the title of the episode. Vince Scully was Mama Corleone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we're we are I mean the Mets are seven games into the season. Your San Francisco Giants play tonight, I believe. No, they already played. They already lost. Oh, they played today. They already played Unless today. they had a oh. double header. Unless they have a double no. header. They they've been it's been weird. They uh like They've had days in between. Like their first game was two day was Monday. They skipped Tuesday, and then they picked it up on Wednesday again. So I don't know what the hell that. Right. That, so you guys, you guys are you guys are two and three. We suck. there was there was a hot start to the season where like three games in you were leading baseball in home runs. Yeah, it's because we hit seven in one game, but we've also yeah. been shut out on the other on the other three games, or scored one run. Yes, you have been They're completely bipolar. Yeah, yeah, and and you and you currently sit in fourth in an in an NL West. You know what's crazy about baseball so far? Within I think the first series, um, everybody had lost a baseball game in the NL. Like, there's no. Yeah. There's no undefeated team. In fact, the only usually you get a little deeper into the year, you get a couple of random straggling teams. The only team that has not lost a baseball game thus far is the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> they have played six games and have 13 runs against. They're so good and nobody cares. They, They've been good for years. They're also nobody so cares. They're also so good at getting guys to just shove and then to they, they go, Oh, this guy. And like the, the announcers on their, for, for their own team don't know how to pronounce his name. And then he yeah. comes up and he shoves. And then at the end of next year, they'll trade him to some other team for more prospects and he'll be out of baseball in eight weeks. Yeah. But, but for now, but for now they're, they're giving up awesome. fucking two runs a game. And beating everybody. <laughs> They'll be in the mix. They're always in the mix. They'll be in the mix really? late. Guaranteed. Has anything jumped out to you in the first um, few series of the season as far as 
glaring surprises, uh, etc. Um, not really. Uh, I've you know I, I just kind of um, realized that that Yachty is gone for the Cardinals, and I always kind of pick the Cardinals to if not win the division, just be in the wild card because they always are. And did they sign Wilson Contreras? And then he got hurt? Uh, I believe that sounds right. Okay, so and he got hurt. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is the first year without Yachty. And I was just kind of thinking as, like, as talented as the Cardinals are, they're going to miss this fucking guy. You yeah. know, the first year without Posey um, was complete disaster for the Giants. The year that Posey was um, hurt, disaster for the Giants. And, you know, you get so used to having the best catcher in baseball, um, you know, and it makes such a huge difference in wins and losses and runs against and controlling the running game and every, and calling the game. And like, and now there's already the, the it's, it's funny. We went so long. You and I, I mean, I think as as far back as we go on dirty slides and on your appearances on the dirty sports podcast and picking, we were like, both of us have always been like, Oh, the Cardinals. No one's mm -hmm. talking about the Cardinals this year. They'll be right there. And now they have Oliver Marmol who is trashing his own players for effort in week one of the season. He came at Tyler O'Neill for a uh, lackadaisical turn around third. And now he's out of the lineup today. That's our four hitter, a three hitter. That's our super jacked, super tight pants left fielder, right? Yeah. That, I mean, like, does does uh, does Tyler O'Neill or any Cardinal jake it on the field with Yachty on the field? I, that's a great question. I mean, what's amazing about this this conversation that was sort of dominating baseball talk this morning was like they it. It's not even like normally this happens and it's somebody going like, yeah, I fucked up. He's basically saying like, no, I wasn't dogging it. And meanwhile, he's getting benched for dogging it. He's like, <laughs> I'm a, I am I came up being a scrappy player and whatever. It's just amazing that th that was probably my biggest. when I ask you biggest surprise is like we wake up today and there's like manager player beef in st louis week one it feels like st louis the st louis cardinals are the, like the one place that they just go on playing baseball it's like they're this they're this yeah. sort of con there's this this constant and yeah here we are it's like a it's like a wacky year the cardinals uh have and the card and like not hustling is not cardinals the not the cardinals brand so yeah it's not really the weird way not the cardinal way Exactly. And it's just really weird that like the one, the first year without Yadier Molina, there's infighting in the Cardinals, you know? I mean, a couple of years ago, they had like an, uh, a manager who was like talking shit, I guess. I don't know. You remember that guy, Mike Schilt, yep. whatever. Yeah. But I don't think he was like, he was uh, battling with his own players. Right. You know? It seems and, like and, a very and, and, if, and if, you if you remember about him, he had success and they moved on from him anyway. And this yeah. is the this is year this is two of, 
right? This is year two of Marmol. And uh, there's there's trouble in St. Louis. Now, I was I'm obviously been rooting for the Cardinals the last couple of days as they are in a series, probably I'm assuming wrapped up today with, with the, the Braves. Um, with the Braves. Um, but right now St. Louis is at the bottom of the central two and four. The Cincinnati Reds were off to a smoking start, which I I was kind of rooting so <laughs> I was kind of rooting so hard for them to be off to a hot start because um then Bandy Andy would suddenly be yeah at, at Reds games. Well, it's 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 hard because like I I I want to root for Reds fans, you know, like they've seen a lot of shit lately. They've had their owner say where they're gonna go, but at the same time, if they start playing really well, then the owner is basically vindicated, you yeah. know. And they're like, yeah, I guess where are we going to go? Fuck. I mean, I guess we'll go to the Great American Ballpark, you know, need some shitty fucking spaghetti with chili on it. And just, you know, the same fucking guy we were last year. You know what I mean? So, like, it's I don't it's I don't have I don't have a lot of high hopes for the Reds, despite their three two start uh, three and two start Milwaukee. Absolutely pissed and shit on the Mets. The last three games, uh, a 10 nothing win on Monday, a 9 nothing win yesterday, a walk-off home run in the ninth for a 7-6 win, and the sweep today. The Milwaukee Brewers are 5-1 and one and at the top of the Central. Following behind them is Pittsburgh at 4-2. and two. The, behind them is like amazing. It's like Pittsburgh at four and two, Cincinnati at three and two, the Cubs with the price tag this year at two and three, and then the St. Louis Marmals at two and four. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I really like Milwaukee this year uh, with Burnson, Corbin Burns. That- Corbin Burns, yeah. Corbin yeah, Corbin Burns, Burns and Woodrow. Yeah, but Corbin Burns and fucking. 3B uh, Major League, yeah. uh, Dorn. Um, um, I like those guys. You know, O'Neill Cruz is probably, for Pittsburgh, is probably the most exciting player in baseball right now. Ooh, uh, that's a, that's a, I like that. It's a bold claim. He throws 110 miles an hour and hits yeah. the ball 120 miles an hour, and he's six foot seven and he runs like 100 miles an hour. Like... This he's like the anti San Francisco Giant. Yeah, he's like the guy we would never draft. Um, and this this marmal lack of yachty thing makes me kind of uh, rethink. Yeah, the Cardinals will always be involved, kind of thing. So, well, let's start. Um, let's start there. With I, the, I'm going to predict Milwaukee in the Central. Let's start there with the uh, the NL Central. Uh, you you predict. You predict Milwaukee. I like that. I agree with with uh, a second stint from Burns. Um, mm-hmm. St. Louis, I still think will be in the mix. They should um, figure it out. What about the Chicago Cubs? And they go out this off season. They get uh, uh, Dansby. Dansby. They yeah. get um, Bellinger. They make yeah. some moves. Are they yeah. are they in the mix? 
Possibly. Um, but if you really think about Dansby and Bellinger, now Bellinger was an MVP. He had that one MVP year where he was spectacular. Dansby always felt to me like, you know, a supporting player. You know, he's with the Braves. There's Freeman. There's Albies. There's uh, Cunha. You know, he doesn't seem like a, a lead guy to me. So maybe these guys kind of keep him in the in the mix until the trade deadline, and then maybe they can make a move. But I don't feel that great about the Cubs. If you put a gun to my head, I'd probably say the Cardinals are better than the Cubs. I'm I'm kind of with you. Kind of with you, like yeah. Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm I'm pretty high on the Pirates. I don't know why. They just just maybe O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how much you you love O'Neill Cruz. It's it's yeah it's fantastic. Yeah, I um I just want the Pirates to be involved until the the trading deadline, and then somehow trade O'Neill to the Giants. The NL Central over under wins St. Louis 88 and a half, Milwaukee 86 and a half, Chicago set or yeah, Chicago 76 and a half, Pittsburgh 67, Cincinnati 65. So they like St. Louis. I think St. Louis is going to be there. I think it is going to be a St. Louis Milwaukee race. But you know, like I said, if we did this a week ago, I'd probably pick St. Louis. But, I probably pick St. Louis. Yeah. But just the lack of Yadier Molina, I think, is going to be a problem for them this and, year. And to me, watching one series of, I think the combination of the Marmol and the series that I just watched and the Brewers' abilities to hit the long ball, I'm suddenly now Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. Yeah. I'm with it. I might flip Great. the Pirates and the Cubs just for fun. But that's your NL, fun. your NL West, um, preseason over unders. Dodgers ninety six and a half, San Diego ninety three and a half, San Francisco eighty one and a half, Arizona seventy four and a half, Colorado sixty five and a half. I've watched mm-hmm. a few. I've watched a few um, Diamondbacks games, and they're they've been, they're frisky and fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like maybe they finish ahead of you guys. I feel like they do too. Yeah. The Giants team that I'm watching so far is manic and um, just so up and down. Just like um, Babyface Nelson and Oh Brother Where Art Thou, you know, on top of the world and then just getting shut out by some fucking number four starter. Yeah, they. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have very high hopes. If they uh, win more games than they did last year, uh, good for them. But um, do, do you I kind of. I'm, I'm. I'm with the tacos. I'm with the Padres this year. Do you and think Padres the Dodgers, win the division? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Listen, I've seen. I don't. I think that this might be a. Um, this might be like the hip thing to do, but I've seen a couple people calling out the Padres like, oh, the Padres don't even make the playoffs this year. The pot-. And I'm like, you know, I know that I know that like 
teams that have this kind of like, oh, they they win a playoff series and maybe there's like a fallback down to earth. They get a little ahead of themselves. But I, I'm with you. I think the Padres. I feel like they got better. Didn't they get I, better? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? I think I feel like it's the hip thing to do to be like, oh, they don't have enough pitching. And and yeah. when you look at when you look at the NL West, here's the thing with the NL West as opposed to um the NL East, which which my team is in. I really think even with Arizona being quote unquote frisky, you know, um, and it's not as many games as it used to be, but the Dodgers and the Padres forget what they do to each other should have a pretty easy time handling the diamondbacks, the giants, the giants and the the Rockies. Rockies. They should murder all those guys. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I absolutely think that the, the Padres and Dodgers are two of our playoff teams, especially now that there's seven. And um, I, I'm with you. I think the Padres win the West. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they added Nelson Cruz. They added, um, what's my guy, the shortstop for the, the Red Sox. $200 million, whatever that was. What was the guy's name? He's fucking awesome. I can't believe I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, uh, he's, yeah, Xander Bogarts. That guy's a, a World Series champion and an all-star and a middle-of-the-order hitter and a stud defender. They moved Tatis to center field. Cronenworth is back. I mean, they lose Josh Bell, but they got Nelson Cruz. Um, basically, all their pitching is back, right? Yep. You know? Yeah. Let's Let's go. And sorry, I said um, I said uh, the jump to seven. The jump to seven was obviously in in the NFL. The jump from five to six now. Six. Five, from, yeah, from right. five to six. Um, right, right. right. Uh, uh, so now we have obviously we have the one two, which we'll get we'll we'll get a uh, pass through that first round, and we'll get the right. um, the the wild four. Two, the the three four five six wild card rounds, um, yes. but yeah, I mean, I think I think the Dodgers and the Padres are two of those teams, and I mm-hmm. and I agree with you. I think that the Padres, I think the Padres win the West. Yep, I do too. I do too. Um, I think the Dodgers are just loading up for Otani next year. Uh, we now shift to what is a, a very painful division for me to talk about right now. I mean, the Mets are in second place. They're in second place. You know, the Mets will be there at the end, dude. The Mets will be there at the end. Relax. I know you the know? Mets will be there. At the Old end. Pitcher and I, and got hurt. Not good. And I actually, I actually think Scherzer's cooked. I think Scherzer might be done. Really? But Senga was nasty after he got through the nerves. Verlander, we already have an injury, but like until until he pitches, I'm not going to make any grand, you know, I'm not going to, he's not cooked because he had some sort of inflammation going into the season. Like, I just hope Verlander comes back with a vengeance. Senga was so good that like, I'm not, so I'm not scared if it's a um, Verlander Senga one, two, even. That's how that's how like confident I am after seeing the guy for one fucking start. Okay, um, he got K. some nerves. He got some nerves uh, in the first inning. Got uh-huh. out of a jam and then was just nasty. Guys throwing their bats into the stands at the Ghost Fork, and 
but unfortunately, I think Scherzer maybe done. Well, I just um, and realized this that Verlander and Scherzer were on the last team that the Giants defeated. Oh no, not the last team, but they were on the same staff together in 2012 on the Tigers when yes. Pablo went Pablo. That's a long time ago. Long time ago. That's a long time ago. Um, but I mean, listen, I think you guys will be in the mix. I'm not picking you guys to win the division, but I am picking you to be in the playoffs. So And I said on the dirty sports the same thing that I, I think say. your it's top like, three I think your top three teams wait. Yeah. I think three teams from the NL East are in the playoffs. So here is the question. Because Phillies one and five to start the year. Now, yeah. do there we do have a Bryce Harper out until midseason, which I think can't be like over. Like, no, I, like they lost Reese Hoskins too. Now that I'm thinking about it, that might not be the best pick. And, the, but, and they yeah, lost Reese Hoskins, but a lot of people really liked Philly this year, and I felt pre Reese Hoskins. A little World Series hangover slash no Harper, like yeah the Trey the Trey Turner thing, I think I I said last year, um, when we did free agency either on this show or on Dirty Sports mm-hmm. that I actually thought Trey Turner was the number one free agent, yeah over Judge I think you over right. Degrom like everything and I and I I still well, own that. Yeah, but definitely but he, uh, uh, Carlos Correa. Yeah, he yeah. just to me does so much. But when you go Hoskins out, Harper out until the All Star break, I'm not sure they recover from that. Did I lose Andy Lass? Oh, he's back. Did you lose me or did I lose you? I lost you, but we're back. Okay. Okay. We're back. Yeah. Um, I was I was saying, I don't know. I don't know if I think that they're gonna be bad-ish or mediocre-ish with Harper out and Hoskins out, despite the thing. And maybe it's too much to overcome if he comes back midseason. I'm going with Phillies not in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. I'm going two, two, and two. That probably makes sense. That probably so you got Braves, Mets, uh, Brewers, Cardinals, um, uh, Padres, Dodgers. Yep, that probably makes sense. I'm gonna stick with my three in the East. Um, I think, uh, you know, JT Real Muto. I just saw the stats on his like his defensive metrics were were way high last year, um, and Trey Turner can I think can replace um at least war war wise uh Reese Hoskins maybe a cup like maybe a game more and if they can hang in there till um Bryce Harper gets back then I I think they're all right they still have Aaron Nolan and Zach Wheeler those are studs the NL East over unders are Atlanta 96 and a half, Mets 94 and a half, Philly 89 and a half, Miami 75 and a half, Washington 59 and a half. So 
if you look a, a, across the projected NL wins, okay, um, that would put the Mets, Braves, Phillies, Cardinals, Cardinals. Or, or winner of the of the NL Central, Dodgers, San Diego Dodgers. in the playoffs. Right. I'm going to say this. Maybe the maybe the most frisky out of nowhere team in the NL is the Florida Marlins. I like that. The Florida Marlins take a couple of wins off of that Philly 89 and a half. They mm-hmm. drop below the 88 and a half St. Louis Cardinals and the 86 and a half Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Atlanta Mets, St. Louis, Milwaukee, LA, San Diego. And I think that the frisky Marlins beat up on the Phillies all year. And we have a very close third place NL East race. I can see that. I can see the Marlins being the frisky team in the NL East. I'm kind of kind of hoping the Pirates are the frisky team in the NL Central. And yeah. I think we agree on the Diamondbacks in the NL West as the possible spoilers. But we're pretty close on the top teams in the NL. I mean, let's go. Let's go from east to east. You go over to the AL East. Mm-hmm. The Yankees had the second highest. Um, I think the Yankees had the second lowest, I should say, um, World Series odds following Houston. Yankees have 94 and a half wins projected, then 90 to Toronto. Tampa Bay's 89 and a half that they'll apparently have by August. Yeah. Uh, Boston, 78 and a half. Baltimore, 76 and a half. I like a frisky Baltimore team. I like a frisky Baltimore. Do we have have Boston finishing dead last in the AL East? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it certainly seems like their ownership is not interested in winning baseball. Um. They did side Justin Turner, who we had going to the Blue Jays. Um, does he have anything left? Does he make that big of a difference? Um, they did sign Rafael Devers to a long contract. I don't want to completely write him off, but I really like this Adley Rushman and Cedric Mullins kind of thing going on in Baltimore. Um, obviously, the Blue Jays are hot Tampa Bay Rays are better you know than the Red Sox and the Yankees are better than the Red Sox so yeah I mean like I could see them coming in last um, is it a huge win for the Baltimore Orioles not to come in last place in the AL East this year I think so yeah I think so um I mean right now it's Tampa Bay six and0 Yankees four and two Baltimore three and three Toronto two and three Boston. Uh, two and four. I'll say this. I don't think the best record in the AL comes out of the AL East. I know everybody was high on the Yankees um, going to the year. Like when I look at the Yankees, Tampa Bay, Toronto, for some reason, everybody, at least Vegas wise, projection wise, everybody's super high on the Yankees. To me, it's like, how can you even be super high on the Yankees when you have those other two teams in your division? Also, they got some 
pitching injury issues. Like Radon's not going to be there for a while. I'm not sure how long, but it sounds like at least a month, maybe through May. Isn't Severino hurt? Yeah. You know, that's that they could get off to a less than ideal start with those guys out. Um, I'm pretty sure against the hapless Giants, they started, you know, some 4A guy. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they could get off to a, a bad start. I don't see them being the number one wins team in the league. I think that's still going to be Houston. Um, uh, but uh, I, I see them in the mix. I don't know if they win the division, but they're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, do you think that Tampa Bay Yankees, Toronto are all playoff teams? Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. Um, do we think that the, uh, AL central gets one team? I think it's the guardians. You think it's the guardians again? I do. If you really think about it, like the guardians have, I mean, Shane Bieber's still there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the guardians have, a perennial MVP candidate in Ramirez and a perennial Cy Young candidate in Bieber. Can you say that for the other squads? Can you say that for the White Sox? No. No. Can you say that for Minnesota? I don't think so. No. You know? So, I, I I like I like a return from the Guardians. Yeah. Right now it's Minnesota four and two, Cleveland four and two, Chicago White Sox three and three. I like the White Sox. I think the White Sox are frisky. Um, Wait. Quick question: Is Tony Larusa still the White Sox? Is he the manager? Still? I think he is. Right. Yeah. I don't think we we got. I don't think we got him fired. No. no. Damn it. Well, American, I mean, American former baseball player, coach, and manager. Okay. Maybe oh, we did okay. get him fired. All right, maybe we got fired. Um, yeah, I, I think the White Sox. By the way, that's that's the difference between us and uh, that's the difference between us and um, Mike uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo. No, it's not. He is. He's still the manager. He's the manager <laughs> over there. Did he say that? No, he 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 swore he swore uh, Mike Trout Mike Trout strikes out us uh, 175 times a year, and Mike Trout has struck out 175 times once in his career. Uh, Pedro Grifol. Pedro Grifol. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the White Sox would would um, be pretty good. I mean, like they got some studs on that team. Um, I don't know if they have enough enough pitching, but um, you never know. I mean, like Lucas Giuliano still on that team. He could have a great season. You know. Um, I know. I know one thing for sure. The Royals. I think they'll be in the the Royals are going to be fucking ass again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have a couple like kind of studly young guys? Oh, I'm sure they do, but I think yeah, they're going to get on that team. I think they'll lose the most games in baseball along with Washington. It'll be a, it'll be a, a three-way race. It'll probably be them in Washington. You know, don't cut out the giants, man. <laughs> you think there's potential of the giants losing more games than the Rockies? I mean, no, I don't think so, but I don't know that. You know, I'm, I couldn't even name you the Rockies manager, but I'm pretty sure our manager's worse. So 
So here's the thing. I think that I think that there's probably three teams in the AL East. And I think that there's one team in the AL Central. Okay. So let's let's talk That's, about the AL West then. That's Houston. Right. Well, is here's, awesome. here, and they're even better. The, the the crazy thing is the only thing that makes me think maybe the AL East doesn't get three teams is what if the AL Mariners. West gets three teams? The AL West is a wild. It's always been the sexiest division since we started doing slides. Yeah, because there's so much. There's just like, you, like there's so many sexy players. But on teams that like can never fucking really get it together. But Texas is four and two. LA's four and two. Houston being three and four is the only reason I feel fine about the Mets being three and four because I know yeah. Houston's gonna be in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And Oakland's two and four. Seattle's two and five. Yeah. I think maybe the team that kind of takes a step back this year is Seattle. Just because I don't know if they like actively got better, you know, mm-hmm. um, like uh, I feel the Rangers got better. There's no yeah. question the Rangers got better. No question. You know, they got Degrom and they got Bochi, and you know the Rangers will hit. And have you seen the kind of throwback '80s uniforms they're rocking with the yes. outlines? Those yeah. are hot. They, I like and that. They, and they wore the light blues the other day. Yeah, those are nice. Um, the Angels, I don't believe in, even though having the two best players in the, in the league, I just, I, I just don't, I just don't believe it. Like, I don't believe it. I want to believe it, but I what, don't believe it. What do you think about Rendon? What do you think about the Rendon situation? The Anthony Rendon situation when he, uh, did he grab a fan? Yeah, he grabbed a fan by the shirt. What did the fan say? Called him a bitch. Eh, you know. Uh, was this at Angel Stadium? It or was in, it was in in Oakland. In Oakland, yeah. Well, I mean, like Oakland fans got heart, like nobody in Angel Stadium even says a word. Um eh, you know, I mean, you know, if you're gonna call a grown man a bitch, you you best be ready for, for contact. Houston is 97 and a half wins. Seattle's 86 and a half wins. Texas is 81 and a half wins. Angels 81 and a half wins and, and Oakland at 59 and a half. If we agree that Houston's going to be a playoff team and mm-hmm. we, and, and for the sake of argument, we agree that there's going to be three teams in the AL East and one team in the, in the central. So we think there's two who, who are we betting on the over uh, one? The A's will win more than, 59 games. I'm going to tell you that right now. For sure. They're not going to make the playoffs. I kind of feel like it's going to be the Rangers. I feel like Bochy's going to work some magic. I agree. I agree. Do we think the Rangers are a playoff team this year? Yeah. We both think we. I like Seattle. I like Seattle. Seattle really surprised me last year. You know? Um... You know, they have a possible I feel, MVP I feel about Seattle Rodriguez. What I feel, I feel about Seattle the way that it was the popular thing to to 
go after the Padres after a nice deep playoff run. I'm going to do that for Seattle. I agree. I think Seattle takes a step back. And by that, I mean, I just, I don't think they win a playoff series. I think that the Astros are a playoff team. And I think the second team comes down to Seattle and Texas. I could see it being either one. I could see it being both, honestly, the way I think the Red Sox are just the Red Sox and the Orioles are not going to are going to be frisky. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like, would I be totally shocked if we get three out of the AL West and somehow, you know, the Blue Jays aren't a playoff team this year? I wouldn't be shocked. Maybe. By it. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked by it, I guess. Uh, um, but I guess right I now, like take a significant injury to either the Rays or the Blue Jays for that to happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to say the Rangers make it. I believe in the boat. I believe, I believe in Boach. And I also believe that like watching the Rangers be good this year and DeGrom be good this year is like, it's just going to haunt me. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck either way. Like I don't give a fuck yeah. about the Texas Rangers. I am yeah. rooting for DeGrom to pitch well because. Did I they just, dome that stadium in Texas? Yeah, they did. Cause it was too fucking hot. Too fucking hot. That was see, that's good. That's a good move. Yeah, they'll make you win more games in July and August. Did you see that the um, the U.S. military did a flyover of the ballpark in Milwaukee with the roof closed? Did they? Yeah. Oh man, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> Indict in, in Trump for it. That's what I say. Indict Trump. Indict Trump for it. <laughs> Just add it on. As a list of charges. Oh my god! Um, I definitely lost that. I think it's it's it seems to be that we we for sure like over eighty one and a half wins for the Rangers. Yeah, we love we love it. If we we think they're going to be a playoff team, we love it. Um, like what what do the Angels have to do? Like what is it about Anaheim, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Neither of us believe still. To me, I honestly, I, I, I truly believe it is the energy in that stadium. It's a dead stadium, and baseball is long. It's a, it's a six month season, and like you, like you walk into Yankee Stadium, um, even Wrigley Field, you feel you know even Wrigley Field. A lot of these stadiums, you feel the energy, even at. Fucking Oracle Park, whatever they're calling it now in San Francisco. Dodger Stadium. Petco. You feel a, a vibe and energy and excitement. There is just dead at Angel Stadium. And they have the two best players in the world. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I, I like – it seems they always get decently talented players. But besides, uh, you know, Otani and Trout, I couldn't name you one of them. Can you? Oh, Rendon. Uh, Rendon. Yeah, yeah, but I forgot about that guy until he choked somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I just think it's a vibe down there. Like, it's like nobody cares. I mean, it's crazy because every year, like, I think, I think in, in the time of us doing this mm-hmm. show, like, I think I've probably picked them to do some, some damage. And it seems like they always let you know. I mean, they've, yeah, I mean, Trout. I mean, they have Hunter Renfro, they have Taylor Ward, they've got 
you know, I'm looking at their, they've got Drury who they signed. I, I saw, um, you know, I was watching them play the other night. I was like, Oh, they got Drury. Like that was what, that's like a free agent signing for them. Bring yeah. Drury. Yeah. Oh, it just seems like an angel. He's like yeah. born an angel, you know? <laughs> yeah. Nondescript. It sucks um, because, you know, we, because I want that, that Otani trout, moment that we had in the world baseball classic obviously it wouldn't be able to occur against one another but like i want those guys to have i want to see those guys on prime time playing the biggest games you know um with everything on the line for sure but i just don't think it's going to happen as los angeles angels of anaheim you know obviously if mike trout could go anywhere like if you know, you'd love him on the Mets. I'd love him on the Giants. Either way, but like, it sounds like Otani's going to be a Dodger, and like, Otani's going to be a Met. Him and Kode Senga. We're just going to have. We'll get. You know, we're just going to an all Japanese rotation. Great, great. Now, would you be okay if Mike Trout just goes trade me to Philly, or I'm going to retire? Um, listen, would I be okay with it? Like, no, but also. The, the world the, would get to see him more. The, the one of the my issues with Mike Trout as much as I mean I've I've done nothing but suck Mike Trout's dick on this show on the Dirty Sports Pies. Like he's you know he's the greatest player we've seen in the la, in the last ten years for sure. With yeah. as as far as consistency and doing it year in and year out until the injuries, um, he's an incredible defensive player. He runs. He does all the things. Like there's nothing not to like about Mike Trout. But you know, Mike Trout, he's from fucking Jersey. He comes out here to California. I know it's Anaheim. I know it's Anaheim. You know, it's not Los Angeles. But it's like for him to have gotten out, a lot of the people from the mid Atlantic and from Philly and from Jersey, it's like they think it's fucking great because they never been anywhere. They never <laughs> did anything, you know? So the fact that he's traveled the whole goddamn country playing baseball, he lives in sunny Southern California for him to still be a fucking putting on fucking Eagles jerseys and going to Eagles games. Like I think, I think his like, he's also fascinated by the weather too. So yeah. like, you know, that's a thing too. I think from being from a loser place <laughs> doesn't help the like, you know, I think that's that's not talked about enough in terms of like what's wrong with the Angels. When we're like, why the Angels? It's like great player, incredible stats. Maybe it's not him personally, but just like maybe brings a loser vibe. Just a non-worldly vibe. So yeah, just like Do you losers. think his favorite food or or cheesesteaks? I think his favorite food is something you could buy at a gas station. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> A buffalo chicken roller and a Slurpee? I don't know. <laughs> they Could probably be, have, to have him like being nutritious at gunpoint, you know? Yeah. Does he wear cargo shorts in the winter? <laughs> I think he wears camo. <laughs> great so, player, though. Great player. Great player. Great player. But would it like, would it break my heart if you went to Philly? Like, mm -hmm. No, wouldn't break my heart. Wouldn't yeah. Break my heart. What's he doing? As long as, as, long as you got Otani. Yeah. You'd be okay and, with and it. And I'd get to see Trout more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's up with the Angels other than their fucking uh, soulless, cavernous stadium. 
where I also saw the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life there. I know I've told this story before, but just a few sliders don't remember. I saw a man carry fresh helmet nachos into the bathroom, put them on the trough, and piss right there. That's And then take them that's, out. That's absurd. <laughs> that's why they don't win. Let's make some grander predictions because this we like we like three teams from the east we like the guardians we like some combo of houston texas maybe seattle Mm -hmm. i don't know who the like who's the who comes out of the al are you just on the astros again i think houston does wow is this where we're at in baseball i think houston does i think jeremy pena could be an mvp this year You know, and like, wouldn't it be weird? Like if it took Dusty Baker like 30 years to win a World Series and now he just rolls off three in a row. The thing is, is the way AL East is set up. I don't see Tampa Bay getting, they were just there a couple of years ago, but like I can see them getting into the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't see them getting to the World Series. No, I absolutely don't see the Yankees getting the World Series. No, they bitch too much about the Astros, dude. Yeah. The you know? Blue Jays have burned me. I want to say... They got a veteran, but it's not the veteran we were looking for. They right. got Brandon Belt. And he's definitely, you know, been on some playoff runs and, and you know, has has chips and everything. But I'm not sure he makes the big the difference that um, Justin Turner would have. I feel like I've I've tried to I've tried to bury the Astros for I don't know how many years in a row now. I've tried to bury the Astros and I've tried to talk about the Mariners and I've tried to talk about the Angels and I've tried to talk about Toronto and I've tried yeah. to talk about like Chicago. I think I picked I think I picked Mets White Sox a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think he did the, the Blue Jays. And it's been the fucking Astros the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they got a Brayu. I know. That's they got saying. better, man. I think I'm with you. I think I, I, I think I'm painfully with you. Yep. Who's yep. Your, who's your NL World Series team? The San Diego Super Padres, bro. Wow. Padres, wow. Astros. Let's go. They got better too. Oh, they definitely got better. Really good. Yeah. So I think I think uh, I think your Mets are going to be in the playoffs. I don't know how far they get. I think they go to the World Series. Well, and I think they go. Here's why I think they go to the World Series. Yeah. In some way, some sort of middling start to the season could be exactly what they need. Mm -hmm. Steve Cohen spent all the money, and then. It's not. It hasn't paid off in the ter- in the sense of like, oh, they they they're, they start the year twelve and one, you know. Yeah. Darren Ruff has been released. Darren Ruff has been released by the team. Available to sign with the gays. Love it. Available. To sign- <laughs> Do you want him? That's the question. Yes. Yes, I want him. Yes. Uh, Kidding me? Take the, him. I, I think that 
you could say it's not the right way to build a team, right? Or whatever. But like mm-hmm. the Mets have big league ready prospects in Beatty, in Alvarez, yes. in Mauricio. They've got guys who can come up and play today and hopefully will be. Like, I think, I hope two of the three of those guys will be. Do they make the trade for Soto this year? Well, I don't, the, the, the Padres can't, Padres aren't going to move them, right? But there's, but to me, the reason they I don't sign them, doesn't he come up? Isn't he a free agent after this year? Yes. If they don't give him a big extension, I don't know, man. But maybe you just try to win the World Series. Yeah. And no. maybe you just try to win the World Series and keep your prospects and you go, yep. fuck it. If we lose them this offseason, we lose them this offseason. If that's what I would do if I was the Padres. Try to extend them, obviously, but you know. And maybe they just like, look, we're gonna pay Bogarts to be our shortstop and kind of solidify the middle of the infield and you know, we got enough pop and let Soto go. And try to win the World you, Series. You could also I mean, you could trade Tatis. Could trade Tatis. I mean, he's got the he got he got the money already, but he's been a bit of a disaster since he got the money. Yeah, and he's been a bit of a disaster. But the the money's not real. There are teams out there. There's not a lot of them, but there's teams out there who take on the money and they don't give a shit. Hundred you know? percent. If he plays well, if he yeah. plays well, but also right. if you're the Padres, you can also just go and give the money to Soto too. Like, what do you give a fuck, right? right. If you're committed right. to it, the thing is, is about the Mets. I think this year, Steve Cohen goes, who's the number one pitcher available at, at the deadline. Okay. Do I, I mean, I, I have no idea who that would be this year, yeah. but okay. So he goes you, for you it. You can't, you can't, I just think, I just think this year he learned a lesson from the combination of a disastrous deadline last year and you can't just. You needed another hitter last year in the playoffs. You needed one more guy, which should have been Soto. We talked about this, right? So um, this year, maybe it's a pitcher, right? And then, and then so you're counting on him to make whatever whatever trade it is, you're counting on him to make it. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't can't believe I'm going with the Astros, but at this point, they've broken me down. And the Mets have not broken me down enough to give yeah, for me to give up. It's an orange and blue World Series. It's a classic rematch it's, of the '86 NLCS. That's right. <laughs> classic, and it'll, and it'll probably include some sort of cheating from a pitcher like Mike Scott. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, who knows how it goes? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Okay, I like it. Are you predi- obviously you're predicting the Mets win the, this World Series? Oh, you never know. Yeah, get out of here. Anything could happen. Anything could happen in October. Yeah. I don't feel really great about the state of things right now, but also at the same time, it's so you, early, bro. It's so early, but also if you look at how last year went, it just was like, hey, we're gonna win a hundred games. Like, why do we have to? Why do we have to do anything? We're just like sometimes you win some games, sometimes you lose some games, and it's like, man, when it's there, when you can taste it fucking grab it grab it so i think that i think the steve cohen fucking dr evil i think this it 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 comes to the deadline this year i hope so for you also i hope for me you know i'm right but if just 
Also, if Justin Verlander doesn't uh, come back and pitch well and seem like he's going to be healthy and good, I reserve the right to switch to the San Diego Padres, which I may do <laughs> as soon as two, two to three episodes from now. Fair. But, I mean, I can see, like, if you guys get there, you know, you know Verlander wants to fucking shove it to his old mates. That's, I mean, that's what, that, that's what I'm counting on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you think Verlander, if he uh, has another exceptional year and another exceptional World Series, he uh, he hangs it up on top? Or does he just Wait, love How many years they sign him for? Two? Three? No, I guess not. That answers my question. Yeah. No, you could. He could just say, hey, take the money back, you know? But does he? I don't know. I hear those supermodels are expensive. Yeah. I don't know. Kate Upton, not there. I mean, we haven't had Seems a home. Cool. We Seems very had, cool. We Kate haven't Upton. had we haven't had a home game yet. Yeah. So we have no we have no and and Verlander's pitch yet. So we have no Kate Upton, and and that's the other thing that um I sort of am counting on. Is we're get we're gonna get a little Kate Upton juice boost magic, yeah. Which yeah. we haven't gotten yet. We have no Verlander, and we haven't even we haven't even played in New York yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Met are you? Ex- do you think is going to have a breakout year? I think. Well, I think Kodai Senga is going to be, be fucking legit. Yeah, this is going to be the I, year of Senga. I watched him the other day, and I was watching it with my girlfriend. And before the game started, she's like, "Why do they keep showing this kid?" Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't during it, uh, the Mets scored a few runs in the first, mm-hmm. so. She's like, why do they keep showing this kid? And I was like, oh, it's his first big league start. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I was like, he's from Japan. They signed him this offseason. It's his first start. So then he comes in, and it's dicey. It is. It's Daisuke Matsuya. <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's dicey. Yeah. He comes in, first inning, and I'm immediate. like, I've got a gun in my mouth. I'm like... Verlander's hurt. Fucking DeGrom's off the team. We Just got, another April for Joe. We got cat. We have the new fucking Kazmatsui. We have Kazmatsui, yeah. the pitcher. <laughs> and my and my girlfriend looks at me and she goes, "Maybe he's just nervous because it's his first major league start." And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I know, I know, but you don't understand about this fucking cursed franchise." And then Guriel comes up. He throws him the ghost. Gurriel throws his bat 40 rows into the stands. Amazing. And I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, we're on. Wait, this is it. This is like, this (laughs) is the moment. Yeah. Like when he's accepting his like NL Cy Young, they're going to be like. (laughs) What was the moment? And it's going to be like the ghost, the ghost bat. When you ghost bat at Gurriel, he's like. It was, it was ghost. <laughs> it's the only English he speaks is like, yeah, it is it ghost. ghost. It was ghost. That's I am awesome. ghost. And I love that for him. Yeah. All right. I'm with it. I'm rooting for him. I think, I think he's the breakout guy. I also think Alonzo is just going to have an, I think Alonzo is going to have an exceptional year. As Huge well. year. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I think McNeil will be with a lack of shift. will just be a game changer. I think he's going to be a hit machine. I think, how many 200 
hit seasons have we had lately? Doesn't seem like a lot, right? Doesn't, doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, we, we probably have the the first in a while because of the lack of the shift. I'll say one thing for the San Francisco Giants. I'm hopeful on one player. And who knows if uh, they're going to let him stay. But his name is Bryce Johnson, and he's faster than shit. And he hit his first big league home run. Um, um, but I think he's going to add some dynamic athleticism to the Giants if they let him play. So we'll see. But they stink. Um, there's there's one more uh, piece of news that I thought was really cool today. Um, I don't know if you saw this. It's from this afternoon. But uh, a Babe Ruth bat sold for $1.85 million. And what was what made the headlines today is photographic corroboration. The previous record for a bat also uh, belonged to Ruth. Um, Hunt Auctions, the new record holder, is the only known example to offer photographic corroborations. The Polo Grounds bat, as it's known. Um, hmm. The Yankees played there until 1922. Matched to a 1921 photo of ruth swinging it based on like wood grains and really yeah which kind of is awesome yeah um did they say how heavy that bat was i'd be interested oh that's a great question let's let's see if it's on here yes uh, in 1923 in, in 2023 most mlb bats hover around 32 ounces in, ounces in weight Ruth's $1.85 million bat, a Hillerick and Bradsby Co. model, mm -hmm. clocks in at an astounding 40 ounces. 44.6. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. That's ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. They can't have thrown harder than 80 miles an hour. I'm sorry. No. no. There's so uh, there's you can't a, just not lift weights and swing a 44 ounce bat. Um, I'm I, sorry. I have a friend who believes um, the the that Babe Ruth is essentially a fictional character. Like he was a CIA operative. It was like a an Americana. Let's like have a fucking thing. Like he doesn't believe in any of it. He doesn't believe he hit that many home runs. He's like, there's no fucking evidence of any of this shit. It's all pictures. He's like, no one takes that big of a stride and hits a 44 ounce bat. And, and he can hit that uh, can hit a ball out of Yankee Stadium. He's like, I just don't. I straight up don't believe it. <laughs> He's like, there's I uh, people talk about the run. Like, what do you think? I mean, dude, I look. We've gone over this ground in that like he's playing against seven other teams. He sees the same pitching over and over and over again. But to swing a 44-ounce bat, you know, like Jose Canseco on the use swung a, like a 35-ounce bat, 36-ounce bat. Yeah. And that's on 1980s juice, like yeah. the hardest of the hard that's juice. On, that's on, yeah, that's on fucking Ultimate Warrior juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 44-ounce bat on whiskey and hot dogs? <laughs> I mean, go fuck yourself. 
there's also, there's, by the way, there's a lot of Babe Ruth conspiracy theories out there right now. The other Babe Ruth conspiracy theory that I saw, I think you'll like this one, based on his face alone and his absolute dominance of the sport, mm-hmm. that he was a black man. Well, yeah, no, actually, um, that is true. Like, a lot of players at that time dropped N-bomb on him all the time. Yeah. Now, that makes it a little more believable. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how, like, we should find out somehow, like, if Josh Gibson's bat was that heavy. Yeah. You know? What's what's amazing is like we do it for all the sports. Like in my big defense of LeBron James is like, God, the game's so much fucking better. What are we talking about? And baseball is one of those things where no one really even bothers to like compare. Like no one's like, oh, whatever. But like if Babe Ruth played today, forget the 44 ounce bat. Forget the 44 ounce bat. Give him a modern bat. Right. Like is Babe Ruth in the big leagues? Um, is Babe, well, let me ask you my something. First, my first instinct, honestly, is no. Is is Babe Ruth Daniel because, Vogelbach? What? Is Babe Ruth essentially Daniel Vogelbach? Is Daniel Vogel, if you took Daniel Vogelbach and put him in 1921, is Does he, he break the, the record? Is he just essentially the babe? Does he have a modern bat? Yeah, I think he, has, he, did. he has Babe Ruth's 44 ounce bat. No, I don't think he can swing it. I, don't <laughs> think, it I think it's a fake. Um, but my, um, you know, because like Ted Williams talked about, like right when Ted Williams was retiring, they started throwing cutters. And he was like, yo, I would have had a completely different career if they threw this, whatever this thing is earlier in my career. So, and that was, so when did Ted Williams retire? Probably around 1960. So Babe Ruth retires in like 1932, four, five, probably 1935. I mean, I think he'd be lucky to be Daniel Vogelbach, to be honest. You think so? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can only play against, you know. Yeah. You can only play against who you played against. And it helps if the CIA creates all your records by using operatives to put those into the newspaper every day. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I think there, I think, I think there was an actual CIA operative named like Mo Greenberg, who was like a third string catcher for the, for the Red Sox. I think Paul Rudd was in a movie about it. Um, the catcher was a spy or something like that. Yeah. Okay. It's not that. I mean, th- oh. listen, L- Wilt Chamberlain was pa- playing in the fucking sixties. Right. And and they have no video evidence that he scored 100 points. Right. That might be that might be complete. That might be fake. Imagine how much easier it is. I mean, there are people who don't believe he went to the moon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Imagine you you don't think that fucking we could just say Babe Ruth hit 700 home runs when he really hit 150. If 150 home runs back then seemed like 700, (laughs) nobody fucking hit home runs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that they're I love that they're using photographic evidence for the wood grains and being like he had a 44 ounce bat and that leads us to believe his career didn't even happen. Yeah. There's there's a little bit of like doing too much with the whole wood grains thing and photographic evidence, you know? Right? 
Oh, Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think, bullshit. I think I think Babe Ruth hit 250 home runs because he was a black man playing against all white man. <laughs> and in if and when adjusted for inflation, he hit yeah. 715. Right. Basically, Babe Ruth is bingo long. Like <laughs> he's as fictitious as bingo long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I brought up the uh, the auction sale because yeah without, without it we well, I guess we, we can we can just all agree that you know Barry Bonds is the greatest home run hitter of all time now. Well, did I mean did you see that just absolute fucking? Did you see what I what I tweeted from the dirty slides? Nah, um, sorry, I, 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 I found this to be one of the most offensive things of all time. Um, I'm gonna pull up our. Did dirty the Mad Dog say it? No, this is. This was a well. First of all, I tweeted. Um, somebody tagged us in fun fact: Madison Bumgarner hit more grand slams in 2014 than Derek Jeter hit in his whole career. That's to hilarious. Which, to which I said, "Giants fans, and put your name, and then Yankee haters, and my name, shaking hands." Um, <laughs> and then I also tweeted an epic. There was an epic photo. I don't know if you saw. This. Everybody, follow us on Twitter at yeah, Dirty yeah, yeah. Slides. Slide into our DMs with questions, comments, concerns, uh, critiques. Uh, conspiracy theories conspiracy about, theories about Babe Ruth Babe Ruth or otherwise I also tweeted an awesome photo that somebody had tweeted of Shoei Otani bowing to Ichiro um, which is very cool um, yeah. but but I tweet I, I tweeted a gif of Barry Bonds laughing because and I found this to be very offensive at MLB so Major League Baseball at MLB tweeted on the 29th, the day before the season started, to get to 62, you got to go all the way back to 61 the year. What number's next? Baseball is something else. And I'm like, not only did Barry Bonds hit 73. 73. But Six. There's been six other fucking seasons. Like, what are yeah, we? Sammy Sosa about? hit 66, 65, 63, something like that. Yeah. McGuire. Yeah. To me, it's offensive. It's a yes. Yeah, you can't just like whitewash the history of the game. You, you got to put all these guys in the Hall of Fame and just say, look, they did steroids and they hit, they hit this, this many home runs. That happened. But to say it didn't happen is ridiculous. And to say it didn't happen and then elect Bud Selig to the Hall of Fame, who let it happen, is completely ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it, like the Hall of Fame thing is what like is is almost neither here nor there in regards to this. Like now we're just pretending they never it never occurred. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you what I'll tell you what never fucking occurred. Babe Ruth's fucking Babe home Ruth. record in the first place. The guy didn't even exist. <laughs> exactly. The man didn't even exist. Yeah. I mean, I think I think, you know, we may we we got the Padres to switch to the Brown. I think this season we should convince the world Babe Ruth didn't exist. <laughs> My buddy was like, look at his stride. There's just absolutely no way you can hit a baseball like that. I was like, 
honestly, you've got me coming around. Yeah. Like, there's so many fucking people out there. You got the Owen Benjamins and the Sam Tripleys of the world that believe the Earth's flat and the fucking we never went to the moon. I'm like, guys, we have evidence against both. But prove to me that Babe Ruth existed and hit yeah. seven, 715. Yeah. The scary thing is why we never went back to the moon. Well, we are, apparently. Nah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's apparently coming. That's why, okay. I mean, a lot. What's, what's hilarious is... It seems like so many people think that we didn't go to the moon that now we're like, fine, fuck it. We'll go back. Yeah. We're going to go back. We're going to go back just to prove to you we went in the first place. I said the other day, I said, if we go to the moon, you know, you know, and fucking land, I almost called him Lance Armstrong. Neil Armstrong is his great fucking thing. Um, I said that um, they should go the, when the guy steps out on the moon, he should be like, I'm here and Stanley Kubrick is dead. <laughs> like it's happening here. Stanley Kubrick is dead. And then as you, you go, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth didn't exist and drop a 47 ounce bat on the moon. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Man, you know what I read, you know, like, and I don't know if this is true or not. And I can't remember where that rare, where I read it, but originally NASA was for deep sea exploration. Yeah. And then they just stopped. They're like we see what they find down there. Yeah. <laughs> they said, oh, we got to go this way. We can't go this way. Uh, go this way. Do you think this episode should be called uh, Vin Scully was Mama Corleone? Or should this episode be called Babe Ruth Didn't Exist? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think I think um my number one my number two pick is Babe Ruth didn't exist. My yeah. number one pick is Vince Scully is Mama Corleone and Babe Ruth didn't exist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, whatever. I'm fine with either. I believe where, I believe both to be true. Where can everybody find uh Andy Lazarus these days. Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Andy Lazarus, um, on Instagram at Andy Lazarus, and at Venice Gaze. I'll be doing um, Don't Tell Comedy April April twenty second uh, down in Hermosa Beach, and the Gaze are going to be starting up in May. Um, just got will my you, PRP shots. Will you be healthy enough to participate in Gaze baseball? Yeah, I'll be able to hit. It's great, you know, not with a forty four ounce bat, but. Um, you know, with a normal bat. <laughs> yeah, because I exist. Unlike um, somebody I know. Don't uh, tell the, the, the those don't tell shows are great. If anybody wants to go to it, they won't tell you where it is. But if you go to Don't Tell Comedy's website and look up that date and that location, you can buy tickets, and then yes. they'll tell you they'll tell you the day of where they'll it's going to be. Exactly and you know, and they don't usually tell you the lineups, but you know, Andy Lazarus is on the lineup, and that's all that matters. Proof. And everybody else will be great, too. You can follow me at Joe Prano on all social media except for uh, Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. We are at Dirty Slides on Twitter. Slide into those DMs. Slide into those DMs. Slide into those mentions. uh, Send us some stuff. You can come see me next week in Vegas. I'll actually be out there Tuesday through Sunday. So that's the 11th through the 16th of uh, April in Vegas. I will be up in Andy's Bay Area for shows on the 18th and the 19th. Uh, I'll be doing the Throckmorton Theater in San Rafael on the 18th. I'll be doing some shows in the city on the 19th. I will be at the Giants-Mets game 
on 420, bro. Yeah, and bro. I've got some more shows coming. Keep your eye on JoePanda.com for shows about to um, drop some official dates for the East Coast. And yeah, keep uh, keep keep sliding into those DMs. We we're gonna we're gonna have another episode up here. I would say in the next couple of weeks, but that starts with you guys sending us some things to talk about, along with you know the loop that we do around the leak. And um, that's our show, lads. Thanks for thanks for being here. Sure. Thanks for having me, Joe. And um, fuck historical records that Major League Baseball made up in collusion with the CIA. Fuck them! <laughs>